0: What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to She Prays First Podcast. I am Janiah, your host, internet bestie, and sister in Christ. The purpose of this podcast is to help you deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ and become rooted in the Word of God. Each week, we will deep dive into some interesting topics, analyze Bible passages, and have some amazing conversations with guests along the way. I pray that God uses this podcast to help us all gain a deep craving and desire to learn, love, and live his word so that we can be able to experience the fullness of his peace, mercy, and grace. So pull up a seat, turn up the radio, headphones, or whatever you're listening on, and let's get into it. Welcome and welcome back everybody to another episode of she prays first podcast and definitely a special episode because today I have my sweet sweet friend Lachey on the podcast. I asked her to be on and she said yes and so not only am I excited to get to know her a little bit more I'm excited for y'all to be able to get to know her as well. She is a woman of God and runs an amazing online ministry on TikTok and all of her other platforms so hopefully you guys are encouraged today as we dive into what it looks like to make Jesus the main character in our lives and just completely letting go and letting God. So without further ado let's get into the conversation. All right, Lachey. So first off, welcome to the podcast. I'm literally so happy that we have this opportunity to sit down and have this conversation. And so I'm very familiar with you as it goes with TikTok and how you do an outstanding job at literally making Jesus your main character and, you know, just expressing God's word on your platform. And so for any of the listeners who aren't really familiar with you, can you just kind of walk us through, you know, who you are, what you do, and just a little bit of your testimony to how God led you where you are today?
1: All right. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much for having me once again. Um, My name is Lishay, And I started to... Well, I was on TikTok before it became TikTok. I was on TikTok since it was Musical.ly. But I never really um, consistently posted anything or um, posted anything like faith-based for the matter. And um, I recently... As of recently, as in this, I mean, I usually post things about my faith and Christ and stuff, but it was this year when I started posting it consistently, like, um, almost like now 99% of my content is like, um, faith-based as opposed to like last year when I would just sprinkle it here and there. And as opposed to my testimony, um... I was a Christian since the age of 14, 15, I believe. I didn't grow up in a Christian household or um, grow up like heavily religious or anything. My mother was Catholic and my father was dot, 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 I don't even know what he was. He just used to go (laughs) to church when he wanted to. Um, so yeah my brother when he began when he began going to church that's when I kind of started and so I was like always in different denominations always like jumping in this church and that church and then I finally like settled in a church when I was 14 and then I got saved and then baptized a year later
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting because most of the time we hear it kind of like the other way around. Somebody, you know, grew up in a Christian household and, you know, kind of fell off a little bit, then eventually came back and got saved. I know that's how it was with me and most of people I know. Like, we grew up in Christian households and, yeah, it just didn't stick and now it's back. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I always find that interesting when people say they grew up in a Christian household and how they're person's journey was versus persons who didn't and how that journey was yeah yeah it's always interesting
0: interesting because i know even now i still get questions from like my siblings and just family members um just about you know like why weren't you this way when you know we were going to church or blah 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 and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like The crazy thing about it is I literally did not learn the things that I, like, learned through actually working on my own salvation at church. I wasn't really learning the things that I'm learning now at church, which kind of, you know, may explain why it was so much, like, why it didn't stick as much as it should have. But, yeah, I just always find that interesting. But anyways, um, Uh. (laughs) as a little icebreaker, what's your favorite anything right now like whether it's music food something you got on amazon recently like what's your favorite thing in your life right now
1: Ah, uh, see i am so indecisive i i don't really have favorites <laughs> because i never know what to choose but um right now i've been watching a lot of k-dramas so that's my favorite genre of things to bench on netflix what are um, those they're they're korean they're korean movies Oh, shows wow. and they're really interesting. at first when when my friend introduced introduced it to me, I found it like really cringy and now here I am like legit obsessed with these type of shows. So that's sad. I think another one of my faves is probably like my apple pencil. It makes my life so much easier. Mm. So that's that's one yes. of that's one of them, I'd say.
0: That's yeah, Apple Pencil definitely. I'll be taking my iPad and Apple Pencil for granted sometimes. So. Oh, <laughs> I'm
1: telling you!
0: Oh, my goodness. But anyways, so the big idea about today's episode is making Jesus the main character in our lives Now of course this goes against what the world wants us to do Which is to become the main character of your own story But the truth is when you actually sit down and think about it One day the story is going to end, the curtains will close, and the credits will roll And if the story was all about you, then it's over But if you deny yourself and accept Jesus Christ as the main character Then you now become a part of the story that is much greater and goes on for eternity so, how did you like reenacting these Bible stories? Like how did this become your thing on TikTok? Like what was really that one thing where it was just like, yeah, this is for me?
1: I I don't even know because when I before I actually posted those, I was thinking of quitting TikTok. I was like, you know what? This I'm tired of this this app because my content was really random and I wanted to be I wanted to stick to like a, a particular thing. And I know that I like to act. I like drama and all of those things. And I was trying to figure out how I could incorporate that in my content while um, doing it in a way that glorifies God, because you know, not that much people are doing that on social yeah. media in general. So um, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, <laughs> <laughs> um, he like he always he's always talking about Bible stories and stuff and. I am not one, I am more so like a guideline instruction Bible reader. So I'm in the Proverbs and the New Testament, yes, the Romans yeah. and stuff. But I'm not really reading the Bible stories, but he's like a Bible story fanatic. So he would always like tell me of these different stories. And I'm like, wow, like these are really interesting. So I decided that, hey, if these are interesting to me, this might be interesting to people as well. And even... Um, i know even some christians don't know like some stories that are in the bible so i decided to do that and i just like went off TikTok when i posted it and then i came back and i was like oh well well, (laughs) wow what is this (laughs) And and i saw that more people liked it than i expected and i was like oh okay so maybe this this is gonna stick and I did a few more and people really resonated with the content and I just was like excited that um people were so interested in like God's I mean the Bible stories and yeah. getting interested in who this God is that I'm talking about or so so that's that's when I knew that it's stick.
0: yeah and that's good because you know you can you can Go big on the internet now for just about anything. So it's good that you right. went big for that. And it's honestly crazy because I remember the first TikTok I saw of yours, and it was the one with the um, the the women, and they both had babies, right? And literally, right. and literally right <laughs> after I saw that story, because I'm the same way as you. Like I, I'm always in the proverbs, the psalms, like all of that type stuff, and I never really appreciated the stories the way i should have but when i saw that video i was like "Ooh, let me let me go read this story and i literally went to go read the story right after that and i honestly think that was a big part in me actually becoming more interested in the bible in general Mm -hmm. because you know reading you know the proverbs and the psalms is nice but over time like if you're not really into it like a lot of people struggle with falling asleep i used to struggle with falling asleep Every Oop. time I open my Bible, like every that's, time, that was me. That was me. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. T- I'm past it now because now, like there's there's a urge, there's a hunger. I right. enjoy reading it. So right, I know I definitely love seeing the your video. Growth. The growth, yes. And it's just, it's honestly so amazing how God just calls us to do so many different things for his kingdom. Like, I can tell you for a fact that last year, if you had told me that I would be hosting a Christian podcast, I probably would have laughed in your face. So it's just really <laughs> cool how God, you know, <laughs> how God steps in and just redirects our lives. So, yeah, that's right. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, That is awesome.
0: Yeah, and I can't remember exactly when you posted this specific TikTok, but I remember, and I love this moment when I saw this video, but I remember you posted a video where it was like you realized that you were known for Jesus because people would try to make a make a joke out of the whole, you know, Jesus freak idea. Mm-hmm. And then it hits you, like, from your perspective, <clears throat> it hits you like, wait a minute, I'm known for Jesus. Like, yeah, y'all can call me a Jesus freak, but when you think about it. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, wow. And so, like, why do you think that this can feel like such a hard title for some Christians to bear just that idea of being known as a Jesus freak?
1: I don't know. There's so much, like, misconceptions about what a Christian is. And, like, sometimes, like, people see Christians as, like, I don't know, this big villain where they're, like, forcing something down somebody's throat or they're either hypocritical or they're just doing too much, or or the simple fact that it's not, like, a mainstream thing where Mm -hmm. everything is, like, everything else besides Jesus. It's either, like, sex or, like, um, some type of music or anything that's trending that's not Jesus. And for you to be outside of that box and to be standing for something that's so uncommon people are like, well, gee, um, excuse me, who are you? And they would find so much ways to like, try to put you down and discourage you. And, and then they start calling you names, like Jesus freak and all these things. And I'm like, um, that ain't as bad as, as people make it seem. Exactly. To me, this is, yeah. This is actually a good thing. Cause you know, the Bible says like, if you deny him in front of your friends and he'll deny you in, in, in front of his father. Mm-hmm. And so me knowing that I'm not doing that, I'm not actually being bold because I wouldn't say this was something that I struggled with, but this was something that I definitely didn't like, um, like listen to. I wasn't really obedient when it, when it came to like being bold, like God would like tug on my heart, like, go do this and go do that and go do this. And I'm like, ah, um not today god tomorrow and i would constantly put it back and so i would say like i was very like a timid or very um close off when it came to that and so now coming from a person who was like so like shy when it came to that to being someone who's like being called a jesus freak or or a preacher's (laughs) daughter when my father was far from a preacher it's like oh this is this is this is good. This is glorifying God at the end of the day and yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, Jesus told
0: us the people was going to get mad. So right. Yeah, that's crazy because I know um in the past like before I, you know, was saved again, um I used to struggle a lot with the trendy things like new age spirituality, like you know, the horoscopes, astrology, all kinds of oh, stuff like so. that. And so, um, when I was doing all of this, nobody complained. Everybody's like, Oh yeah, tarot reading, give me a tarot reading or oh yes, love love the Sag or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so I have a YouTube platform. And so on my YouTube, I didn't I really don't, you know, I really used to not get too deep into things, whether it was astrology or, you know, like my faith. But at the same time I would bring the astrology stuff up enough where people knew and so when i hit that point in my life where i basically did that 180 and i actually you know just stopped messing with the stuff in general i really didn't it wasn't like an open thing for me to just like tell anybody like okay yeah i don't mess with this i just you know completely left it alone and so eventually mm-hmm. and this was actually a couple months ago i kept feeling like this urge i felt like the holy spirit was like telling me that I needed to post my testimony on YouTube and the main thing Mm. that made me feel that way was because I was suddenly kind of just feeling so detached from it even though I know like wait I love doing YouTube but at the same time I love God way more than all of that and when it got to the point where I felt like I was like either condensing my faith or on my faith or somewhat you know trying to Hide God for my YouTube platform. That's when that conviction mm-hmm. settled in, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, you gotta do a, um, mm-hmm. you gotta do a testimony, <laughs> and so, and so it literally, like you said, got to that point where like it's it's on my mind. And that's why I'm like, mm, uh. <laughs> and so yeah, God, I'm like, oh, you really, I really have to do this. Like, do I? Is it something I have to do? And I don't know why I was so scared, but it just comes with that, you know, approval that
1: just right. society makes us
0: think we need from social media. So I was I was putting it off. I was putting it off. I'm like, oh okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. And so eventually I did do the video and when I tell you I was so I was so nervous to like upload it. And when I did, as as expected, there were some people who were upset. Like when I tell you they was mad like this one, I'm not even gonna tell you what she said because it's not important. But they were mad. But they were mad And in my mind my feelings just kind of hurt Because I'm like wow like, Why are these people really mad That Mm -hmm. I'm With Jesus Like, It it wasn't adding up to me And I literally had to sit down Get in the bible Because originally I turned the comments off But then I turned it back on Because I'm like you know what No you can be mad And I got in the bible And when I saw the verse where you know It was basically just saying like the world is going to hate us because they hated Jesus first. I was like, Oh,
1: you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That Holy spirit. He's going to tug. He is Mm -hmm. going to tug.
0: Man. So that was, that was just a crazy experience. But I mean, after that, I think probably it was, you know, negative, maybe the day. And then I prayed on it and it was probably about 10 to 20 negative comments um, mm-hmm. and then literally after that, they just stopped because I think a couple people came in and you know was basically seeing how it resonated with them and was leaving mm-hmm. positive comments and I think once them demons saw the uh, the rest of God's children they just decided to leave because yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so you know it's not as negative anymore but it' definitely was some heat and I'm like, you know what I would prefer to take the heat from you than to take the heat from Jesus.
1: Right. So, Right. Yes. Yeah, so. Hi. Right. Mm-hmm. That is such a good point. And I even I even was like tugged for a very 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 long time to like tell tell my testimony because my testimony is really long mm-hmm. and it is very like personal and emotional yeah. and I don't like getting emotional on if it's not acting I prefer not to get emotional on mm-hmm. anything on any level. So um, when I finally did it. It was like, whoa, okay, right, right. And um, I right after I posted, I like legit logged off, and yeah. I did not even. I did not even look at like, anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a crazy experience. Yeah, it's that so was... easy to do stuff that's not of God, but it's so hard. I don't, man. I tell it's you, it's the crazy. world. It's
0: the world. It's because we were. Ugh. It's it's just so crazy how hard it is, and that's why I always tell people, I'm like, guys, this denying your flesh and taking up your cross thing, this is a daily battle. Like, you don't just do it on a Monday and carry on for the week. Like, no, this is an everyday thing,
1: so, yeah, man. And if you're a Christian and you're not uncomfortable... I don't know something ain't adding up that's what I'm saying and eventually, and eventually I'm like no
0: you know I can be comfortable I can be comfortable but at some point when I realized why it was I was uncomfortable I was comfortable being in that state of not being comfortable because it's like it's for a good reason so I'm like you know what mm-hmm. hey they'll be okay
1: so I have a question I know this yeah. is probably like all the charts, but like how has this affected you and your friendships
0: Girl, that is a very good question. Because um, I was actually going to do... I'm going to do a little podcast about that um pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, like, don't realize when it comes to denying your flesh, you're ultimately denying yourself. Like, you're denying who it was that you used to be. And that person you used to be, maybe all your friends, you know, like about you. Or all your friends, you know, know about you. So that was, mm-hmm. uh, that was a huge part of my struggle. Like, I can honestly... Say That I probably I probably lost all of my friends I probably lost all of my friends But the thing was When I think about it I didn't really lose anything Mm -hmm. But I gained everything So it was like Even in the like Beginning stages of my walk When I didn't really Know what I was doing And people were you know leaving my life, I was praying for God to, hey, God, you know, like, please, I need peace, or this, I need that, I need that, and people were just dropping, it was dropping, and I'm like, and I'm like, wait a minute, like, did he just give me what I asked for? No, he didn't, and so it was, it was just honestly, you know, a crazy experience, but when I think about it now, it's like, the things God has planned for me, and had planned for me at the time, that, you know, came true it's just like I would rather be where I am now than be in that state of comfort with friends who are going to keep me where I was Uh so it's like Uh yeah, and and that's something that a lot of like Christians especially like younger Christians as I see on TikTok you know struggle with because a lot of people don't want to you know participate in the aspect of denying your flesh the aspect that involves right. potentially leaving all your friends or potentially being right. cut off by all of your friends and it's like i wasn't cut off but it was a decision for me like no this is this is not what i want this is not serving me and then eventually you'll come to that realization like no this is this is what's better for me
1: right here not right over right. there how about you right um for me it was kind of different because like I said like I got saved like in my teenage years so a lot of my friends ever read, I'd already had and um we kind of been in the same journey even though we are like on completely different um fields or anything like that so um with my best friends and stuff, all of us kind of like went to the same church. Mm. And um, it's kind of hard when it's like that too, because like all of y'all are like relatively on the same journey, but at the same time, y'all are on something different. So with our journey, um, they kind of like fell off and stuff, and they stopped coming to church. And so like, I would try to encourage them, but it's only so much that you can do. Yeah. And then um, as like, I'm learning and growing in my faith and they're staying stagnant and then they get caught up with some different, with some different, something different, whether it's like the people at work or the people who they're with, because especially like after you graduate high school, you're not with them all the time. So now they have like uh, other influences in their lives so then so it's just me one the christian girl trying to like help them out when they have like so much other stuff telling them not to do so and it's like their work their family um their significant other or whatever the case is and so um it became it it, it's kind of hard when it's like that because i they're like my childhood friends and yeah um, I definitely don't want to cut them off, but at the same time, like, I still want that iron trap and iron relationship with my friends. And if I can't get that from them, it's like, I mean, obviously all friendships ain't like a, like some sort of business transaction where I give you something and you give me something because they still play a lot of like important roles in my life. But in terms of like my Christian journey, it's kind of hard because when it comes to Um, me struggling with something or me wanting to get over something or um, just like little small victories or things that I'd like to share Um, I can't always like go to them because it's like um, dot 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 what are you talking about Lachey exactly so yeah. yeah
0: yeah and it's honestly just crazy when you think about it because I can speak for myself on the first friend i lost like and it wasn't even you know because of my christian journey but i knew it was kind of like it was something that had to happen for me to get where i am today but the mm-hmm. first friend i lost like you know was my oldest friend meaning we had been friends since probably like 10 years old wow. and so yeah exactly and so that was that was it was big for me but at the same time i understood that it was something that had to happen, which is why part of me, you know, wasn't there wasn't really any animosity like for me after the situation was over. even now it's like, you know, no animosity, but at the same time I know that that had to be done. Whereas Mm -hmm. like you were saying, you know, when you go to college, you know, stuff happens, influences. And so that's really basically, you know, kind of what my situation Somewhat is around with some of my other friends because my my main journey did take place like in my first year of college meaning all my other friends Mm -hmm. like we're all split up everybody's at college and so not to even mention that I'm already the friend who really I really don't you know like to party like I don't Mm -hmm. I don't yeah (laughs) like I really don't (laughs) like to do that anyways I'm a homebody like i rather binge watch movies and you know like stuff like that so just to add that on I'm, basically i'm the mom friend basically anyways and so just mm-hmm. to just imagine me you know talk trying to talk to them about jesus and stuff and so it kind of messes up the way they think of me to the point where it's yeah. like oh yeah we're not gonna go to her to say this because she's gonna say god this this this, exactly. this we don't we don't want to talk about this with her because they're gonna say this 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 and vice versa it's like What I had to tell myself after all of that went on, I had to actually look back and look at the friendships themselves. Because, you know, I can't speak for others, but I know others did have different friendships that may have been a lot, like, closer and whatnot. But it's like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, Janiyah. When you were friends with these people... Why did you still feel alone? It's like you were friends with these people, but at the same time, they weren't people, you know, you could go to when you were having these moments. Or people you could even go to about the things that you were going through in your everyday life, other than, you know, maybe like some drama or some tea, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And vice versa, if they feel like they can't come to me because I'm going to say blah, 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 then, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's truly, that's not really a true friendship. And so... And what I tell a lot of people is, especially like younger people, especially when you're starting a walk, a lot of people are convinced that, no, I can I can still, I can get closer to God right now um, and still be close to my friends that, you know, sit Mm-mm. and go to parties and smoke and drink. I'm just going to, I'm going to evangelize. And I'm like, it is so much easier, like, <laughs> said than done. I promise you. I'm like, because I- It so, is- it I at is. some point had that same thought and I'm like, and when it actually came to, I was like, ooh, this ain't going to work. It's yeah, not going to work.
1: It, <laughs> so. it makes you so uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you get so uncomfortable. And another thing, too, is, like, if I'm going through something and I need some godly advice and I i am, like, seeking, like, you know, some, some yeah. sort of comfort and stuff or I need some encouragement, i can't really go to my friends and depend on like that godly advice maybe like some generic advice that i possibly could find on google twitter but like some exactly or but some sound advice that could legit you know benefit me yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i don't know
0: yeah so that's that's just something and it's it's i would say it's completely normal because if you get on TikTok, so many people this is something that everybody's struggling with but mm-hmm. honestly, it's worth the struggle because you, you cannot get to where you're supposed to be if you have these people in your life who are constantly holding you back and just, you know, keeping you away from that. And so mm-hmm. that's that's just an aspect that a lot of people really don't want to acknowledge to the way, you know, to the full extent. But it's something that has to be done at the end of the day. So. Mm-hmm yeah but it's it's crazy but i still you know pray for you know godly god driven and motivated friends each and every day and i'm i have like people in my life that i could talk to it's just not at the point where i'm like oh yeah you know i have
1: christian friends blah 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 so right right and another thing too i know like this has nothing to do with what we actually came here for but like another thing too is um a lot of people say that um um, that they, hold on, I lost my train of, my (laughs) my train of thought, but I was going to go along the lines, like, um, I like the fact that my friends, um, some of them are, like, uncomfortable with saying certain stuff to me, or they already know that, um, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to include God, or whatever the case is, yeah, because, like, I feel as if, in some small way, I'm probably making an impact in that. Oh, lives. yeah, and definitely. I'm not saying, like, I, I'm not saying that, like, oh, like, I'm going to go um, drink with them and party with them to, like, yeah. evangelize. Because, like, you said, that is so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure that that's the case. Yeah. But um, it's, in, in my case, like, I don't know. It's just, like, so they're not necessarily hindering me from my faith but there's no growth and and yeah. that's like my case yeah, yeah.
0: exactly yeah and I, I agree with what you're saying it's like if it ever came to and they needed that friend who was going to give them sound biblical advice it would be you mm-hmm. but as right. far as it goes with you it's not that's not reciprocated and so that's kind of you yeah. know where I'm at too it's like yeah have you guys ever you know want to be friends and you're trying to get closer to god and you need a christian friend or whatever to talk to i'm definitely that friend but as far as it goes with that being reciprocated like we're unequally yoked in that sense so yeah that's that's just a huge thing for me and um i guess the worst part really comes in when you have those friends who are like yeah you know we're christian and it's not mm. reflected. Mm. And then it's like you know, you. It's like, do you say something? Do you not say something? Because then mm. they're like, oh, you're judging me. And it's my job to, you know, try to correct or you know, like, say something to you. But that's at the that. same time, a lot of people don't want to hear that, and that's where a that's lot of people that. are today. And I was, I was in that position. I constantly have to remind myself, like, yeah, you was, you was in the same place. But one thing I do, like, vividly remember, and I talk about this all the time is that when i was in that position i think i stayed in that position so long because i Mm -hmm. had no one in my life to tell me otherwise and it's it's Mm -hmm. so crazy because as soon as someone did like um in my testimony i mentioned how the first person to kind of um convict me about like the astrology or not astrology but like the terror just new age stuff was my mom and the second person Mm -hmm. was my boyfriend and it was almost like instant after that like instant conviction mm-hmm. and from there it was it was my work to do but mm-hmm. before then there was nobody in my life to kind of convict me or you know correct me mm-hmm. or rebuke me whatever was needed there was nobody in my life that was doing that and so it's in the sense where it's like Do you let them, you know, stay lukewarm or do you potentially lose a friend trying to help them gain a life? You know what I'm saying?
1: Right, right. And I feel like that, dealing with friends who say that they're Christian and they don't actually live that type of lifestyle, I think that's harder Mm -hmm. than dealing with friends who aren't Christian, but, you know, they have, like, some sort of understanding because it's like... I honestly don't know what to do with you because right. um, you're like you could even if you're coming to church with me and I know that that's not your lifestyle. It's just so hard for me to like see you in a different light. And I I never want to come off judgmental but exactly. at the same time like I don't want to. I don't want to just sit there and watch it because it's going to make me uncomfortable at the end of the day, too. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is going to come for me. And I'm going to have to say something, but I don't. Yeah, this is yeah, it's a whole, yeah. it's a whole
0: thing. And that's something I deal with on the daily. You know, people calling me, you know, bougie, or I used to get the title as judgmental, but I, you know, <laughs> and that it, it's it's kind of calmed down. But it's just you know, when they realize certain things, you're not going to condone. Like, okay, yeah, no, mm-hmm. if you're having your birthday party at the club, I'm not coming. If you yeah. want to go to the bar, I'm sorry, but I'm not going. Or, you yeah. know, like, even up to um, some of my Christian friends, or not even, not my Christian friends, but, like, when I would try to go out and make Christian friends, of course, that beginning step is like, oh, yeah, you know, you're Christian, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, what's your zodiac sign? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then from there, I'm just like, oh, Okay. Well, and then the craziest thing today You're is You're done. <laughs> right. The craziest thing today is um like you were saying earlier, it's not trendy to be a Christian. And luckily mm-hmm. I'm not a Christian because it's trendy, but because mm-hmm. that's something that you know I like I choose to do that I have to do that I want to do. But right. it's just crazy like people look at us being Christian as you know a target like there's a target on the back like i remember um right i remember the day before i posted my testimony and this is why like i literally say if you're a new christian don't think you can evangelize to your friends who aren't
1: because Mm -hmm. it's not it's not gonna
0: work but Mm -hmm. um the day before I posted my testimony um there was this girl and we weren't really friends or whatever but like it was like more of like an acquaintance type um relationship or whatever and she was telling me how she had recently or she had been recovering from COVID and I basically told her like wow you know I wish she would have told me earlier um so I could pray for you but I'm still gonna pray for you and she was just saying like oh so I could just you know stand there and look weird and I'm like girl it doesn't matter i'm i'm gonna pray with you. and so she was what? saying and so she was saying oh well you know okay but i'm not religious girl and so you really have to watch out with this one because i used to say this a lot but i would tell people i'm like well honestly i would not consider myself religious i have like a mm-hmm. spiritual connection with god and jesus christ mm-hmm. i would not necessarily say that's a Religious connection because you can be, you know, religious that's you know, going to church, you got baptized, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it's like at some point, I could have said I was religious when I was going to church every Sunday, but I lacked that spiritual connection with God. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I I say honestly, I just leave that part out of it because I don't want anybody to get confused and think I'm trying to, you know, disown God or whatever. But, um, but so the next day, like after we had the conversation, I posted my testimony. And she literally, like, sent me a screenshot of my testimony. and was, like, um, basically, she said, um, quotation marks, I'm not religious. Then she said, Janiyah, post personal testimony, whatever. Wow.
1: And, and I was, like. Wow. And so it's,
0: like, some people really have some type of animosity or, like, they 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 are mad at God and even there were like they <clears throat> there were like people in my comments, you know, trying to call like me and other Christians out like, oh something, 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 Sky Daddy, or oh this, 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 oh, this. Oh my goodness. And I, I thought it was crazy because I see this on TikTok all the time because believe it or not, TikTok is very toxic. But I see very this on TikTok toxic. all the time. And I always just found it so crazy how it's it's, you know, oh, don't judge anyone for their beliefs or their decisions until their belief and decision is to be a christian right that that right there Mm -hmm. yeah so mm, Mm -hmm. yeah so that that's just definitely something that i'm not too fond of but you know it is what it is, honestly. So it is what it is, correct. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but there's this man on YouTube who runs a, you know, ministry, and his name is SNL Dan. And so, recently, I attended one of his events, and something that he said really stood out to me. And so, what he mm-hmm. said was, as Christians in the world. We should feel like aliens, foreigners, or more importantly, ambassadors for the kingdom of God. And so the biggest part of this was the ambassador part being that we are here as representatives of heaven but on earth. And so we're here to represent God in his kingdom and spread his gospel and glorify his name. Like, you know, that's our job. That's our purpose. And so the best part of all of this is how we get to do it. And so for you, it's TikTok. Mm-hmm. For me, it's this podcast and, you know, any other platform um, God blesses me with. But for someone who's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lost direction in their life when it comes to God, what are some ways that have helped you redirect your life and just put the focus back on Jesus?
1: Um. For a very long time, um, this is, like, something that I struggled with. Every time when I'm um, in my journey with Christ and I I, I feel like I did something wrong, I most likely did do something wrong. But um, every time I fail or dropped or fell or anything like that, um, it would be so hard for me to, like, understand how loving and forgiving God could be. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where I'm, like, God wants this relationship with me like he's not here um every time I do something wrong he's not here with his um, arms crossed and like his back against me he's like still there with his arms wide open just like willing to pick me up and willing to like hold me in his arms and that's something that's so encouraging to me so every time I do do something that's like not glorifying to God. I do fail or I'm inconsistent in my Bible reading or my devotions or anything like that. I just remember where my place is with Christ and how he's so forgiving and so loving. He's just so merciful in everything that he is. And every time I remember that, I'm like, okay okay, let me get back, let me get, let me get back on this run, or whatever it is, right, and another thing, too, is there was, like, a point in my, in, in my life, like, in my Christian journey, where I was, like, going through so much, and it was just so hard to, like, even, like, my Christian journey was, like, um, probably at one of its lowest points, and, I wouldn't be praying, I wouldn't be reading the Bible. I just was not on that run. I wasn't listening to gospel music. I just was in my own head and I was like, I know God is real. I know um I know I'm saved or whatever, but I never really like like lived the lifestyle that reflected my faith. Yeah. And so, like, I know this was a problem, and the Holy Spirit would constantly like come at me for this in a, like a quiet voice, nothing loud or like aggressive. He'd be like, "Hey, Lishay, you know, um, I'm here." And so, like, little by little, even though I know how my lifestyle was, I would constantly ask God to help me to desire Him. I'd be like, God, if, like, if anything, if I'm not praying anything. I'd I'd whisper that short prayer to ask God to help me to desire him help me to have like a heart after him and to just like um help me to have like a passion for him and just like little by little and knowing that this was like out of my control because I'm already at my lowest point and I can't control because sometimes like I get in this form like where I want to control everything and this is in my hands but this time like I sincerely put my journey my Christian journey in God's hands and I'm like help me to like just like guide me help me help me to do something for you yeah and so little by little like I'm becoming uninterested in like um secular music Little by little, I'm not. I'm. Um, I'm like praying a little bit more throughout the day. Little by little, like i um, um, I have this like willingness to like listen to sermons because during this time, like I wasn't really going to church. And yeah. then I began going back to church like little by little, and um, and then now I'm here where it's like a lot of things ain't really a struggle for me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so. It's it's much more easier to things for God and speak for God and to represent him and to like glorify him and do things for his kingdom and so that has been like a big thing for me just one asking God to help me help me in whatever that like I'm struggling with and help me to just like have a heart after him and then two um realizing how forgiving and loving that he is he's not here to like shun me away he's like it's just so amazing, yeah and the fact that you know he died for all of my sins, my past, present, and future sins, it's just so encouraging. And I know people just take that and be like, you know what, I just gonna get right, exactly. Yeah. But for me, it was like encouraging because it's like this, this, this God loves me so much. Like, what am I doing in return to like mm-hmm. you know show Him that I love Him more? To I love Him. I love them as well so um, it became encouraging and so those little things and those little nuggets helped me to like build my Christian journey and when I do fall, I don't beat myself up anymore, I mean sometimes I do. But it's not as much as I used to, to the point where I'm stopping my whole journey on the whole Yeah, exactly. to do something else. Now it's like, OK, I did this wrong. I did something wrong. Let me get back at it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and mm-hmm. just a huge part that I took from what you were saying was when you kept saying little by little cuz mm-hmm. that is so huge and a lot of people don't realize it's not like being saved like it's not an overnight type mm-hmm. thing like this is something that takes time and when you actually give it the time and put in the time that's when you see the true results. But I, I can tell right. you many times in my past where, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm in the mood. Let me let me watch a sermon real quick. Next day I'm I'm not even looking at the Bible for the next week. Exactly. Or exactly. <laughs> right. Or one day. Or one day I just I just have that urge. Like, oh yeah, let me let me sit down and go read the Bible for two hours today. Then don't read the Bible for, you know, a whole nother week or oh let me make sure I pray. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get the point. But it's just like a lot mm-hmm. of people and when that happens, like when they kinda I guess, like, when the motivation kind of falls off and they, you know, fall off or stumble, they get, they feel defeated. Like, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, you know, and I, I used to feel that way. I'm like, man, I, mm-hmm. I just, I can't stay consistent. Like, this is just too hard and, oh, uh, mm-hmm. and this and that. And I think a large part of how I was feeling definitely, um definitely can go back to when I was raised because, and I noticed this like in a lot of, you know, my younger cousins and things like that, but we were introduced to the discipline of God before we were Mm -hmm. into introduced to the love of God. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I knew God was going to, you know, get me. If I don't clean my room, get me. If I disrespect my parents, Mm -hmm. get me. If I don't do this, get me. If I don't do that. But I did not know how much God, you know, actually, loved me and I think that's what Mm -hmm. a lot of people you know miss today they just think God is here to ruin all the fun to stop the party and it's like listen Mm -hmm. if the party is a sinning party I yes God is here to stop it but it's like God is not here to ruin your life he's here to give you life and so at that moment when I kind of you know just realized and actually felt and accepted the love of God that's when I truly had that urge to like not sin because when you think about it it's mm-hmm. like there's nothing that we can actually do to earn the grace and love of god mm-hmm. but we it's our jobs to accept it that's a gift mm-hmm. to us and so when i like sat down and think about it, i'm like wow like jesus jesus really died for you know stuff i did like he said the past present and future he even died for the stuff i don't even know that I'm finna do and so <laughs>
1: exactly right
0: and so it's to the point where I'm like man like that's that's kind of messed up if I you know just keep doing Jesus dirty and he just you know did right all of that for me and a lot of times people kind of feel like and I talked about this in my, lo- my last podcast but a lot of times people kind of feel like they they're too far gone for god or you know i messed up too bad for god or you know like Mm -hmm. oh man my life is too much of a mess for god but god never told us to like you know how somebody like you know your parents or your friends would tell you oh come to me when you get your life together come to me Mm -hmm. when you fix that come to me when all of that is in order no god said come to me as you are the mess Mm -hmm. that your life is And I'm going to help you clean up. I'm going to help you fix it up. And you're not going to leave the same way you came. And so that was was just, you know, a huge thing for me. And the biggest thing for me has just been, you know, acknowledging the presence of God in every circumstance in my life. Because one thing about it, your circumstances may change, but the God you worship has not. So something I've been working on on my own has really just been, you know, staying keen on God and the things that he's doing in my life. So that looks like instead of me... Instead of something going wrong and me saying, like, no, why is this happening to me? What's going on? It's saying, what is God trying to show me? And how can I use this experience I just had? Or how can I use this problem I just faced to amplify Mm -hmm. the gospel and glorify God? And so, you know, there is no glory without story. And feel free to add anything on here if you want. But that's literally just been something that I take with me every day because it's just so easy to get caught up in this victim mentality and oh this is happening that's happening oh this.
1: literally (laughs) and another thing for me too is like I stopped comparing my journey with other people's journey because first of all there's there's the two different types of people there are the Christians who are like putting up this front and they're in the eyes of many are living the life that they're supposed to do um, that they're supposed to be living but in reality they're not and then there's the people who actually are doing it and it's like and it's like on the one hand these people are like supposed to be christians and they're not doing what christians are supposed to do so that's discouraging and then you look at your other christians um, who actually are living the life and it's like how did they get to this point point? and you're like oh i could never probably get to this point and and then that end up becoming discouraging too But then um, once I stopped looking at um, because, you know, a lot of people, they're like, you know what? I ain't going to church because the people in the church, they're this and they're that and all of this. And I just stopped looking at all these different stuff. And I just was focusing solely on God and my relationship with him. And it and that's when the change like started to happen, because in the time when I got saved our church was very like youth driven like there was so much Mm -hmm. youth people there was so much active like so it was kind it was like a really good environment and then little by little like they they started dropping like rumors was hair and gossip was hair and it was like everyone was just dropping 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 I'm like what is going on here Mm -hmm. and like I kind of got in that like feel of like um, being inconsistent. I first of all, it started with me just going to church for the motion. I'm not really here for yeah, exactly um, God. And then after that, I was being okay with like missing a few days of church. And then after that, I stopped like going on the whole. And when I realized what I was doing, at least when God revealed to me, because it wasn't me. When but um, I realized that, with when God showed me what the whole deal was. I realized, oh, my focus wasn't on God this whole time. Like I've been, I've been like watching other people a bit too much. And so when I put my focus on God and I realized what the purpose of doing what I was supposed to be doing is that's when um, that's when it became serious for me.
0: Yeah. And that's that's a big point that you made. Because I I can't even remember where exactly I heard This phrase or whatever But it it basically says Don't compare someone else's middle To your beginning mm-hmm. And so when I heard that I was like That is so crazy because a lot of times we're on social media like, oh, you know, like, oh, they're here and they're only this, this, this age or they're here and blah, blah, like how'd they get here? And I'm like, honestly speaking, we don't know what these people went through and how exactly Mm -hmm. they got here, like how exactly. Now, everybody got their story that they'll tell, oh, yeah, this is how I did this, 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 this. But nobody's going to tell you that deep, dark truth of how they got there. And then another thing I wanted to add on is just with the church thing. That's something I really struggle with. Because like you said, at some point in your church, there were youth. And at some point, they just started dropping like flies. And that was, you know, that was my church. And honestly, um, it just, you know, it it was discouraging to not see many other young people in there at the age that I was there. Because that's at the age, I don't even remember how old I was. It was probably like 13, 14, or 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. And so it's was like, you're getting to church... And that's kind of the beginning of feeling set apart. But you're so young, and if you don't, if you're not really into the Word of God, you don't know what that feeling is. And so now it just makes you feel, you know, indifferent. Like, oh well, if if so and so ain't here, why am I here? It's like I already don't understand it, and it's already, you know, this. It's already that. But that's what I'm saying. Like where I am now, I'm. I have learned God does not live in the church Mm at all he does not live in the church and yeah it's still good to you know go to church and stuff but all of those years that i did go to church and i would just that that's it you know go to church and then live my life um monday through saturday not put in any other work not even open up the bible bible's collecting dust it's -hmm. like what good is going to church if you're not going to work out your salvation you know for yourself and now that's where i'm at at that point where i'm like wait a minute. I've been going to church all these years and why does it feel like I've been learning like the same three things over and over? Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's just, um, that's just something that I kind of, you know, picked up because a lot of people don't realize that. And a lot of people also, when they're comparing themselves, themselves don't realize that, you know, you can't just really, on social media we see 15 seconds (laughs) we see 15 seconds 10 seconds a picture it's hard to really draw conclusions you know from Mm -hmm. those type things which is why this whole comparison thing is bad as a whole and so yeah yeah so stressful like very stressful but um so yeah like i said earlier your videos were extremely helpful for me when it came to reading the Bible because they actually made me eager to read and, you know, actually Mm -hmm. see the stories, you know, and how they pan out for myself. And so from there, I came to really enjoy reading the Bible. Now, like I said earlier, just being completely transparent, I used to struggle extremely. I used to, ooh, it used to be bad. I used to fall asleep every time I read the Bible. I had a hard time staying (laughs) awake. And that's something that I, like, truly had to pray on because i realized i'm like i'm like wait a minute i'm trying to read the bible and i'm i'm just praying to you know have that hunger and thirst to read the bible but little did Mm -hmm. i know somebody was plotting on me to get me to fall asleep while i'm trying to read that bible Mm -hmm. because they knew what was gonna happen Mm -hmm. when i read that
1: (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so i just i
0: just thought that was so crazy but um what are some things that you would suggest to help
1: other people want to get into the bible more what i would say is even when you do start getting into like consistently reading the bible keep on praying against that same spirit that does that because i was falling like a victim to it um i i was struggling with reading my bible and like doing devotions and then i started i was like consistent and i was like okay okay and i stopped praying about that and then boom i got attacked again and it's like (laughs) Weeks have gone by, and the only thing I've done was read the the notification that the Bible app gave me. Man, that Bible app. So, so, um, I would say keep on praying to um, ask God to keep on giving you, like, discipline and, um, like, a passionate heart for the word of God because even though when you think you're, like, at your strongest point, you're really not. You're always susceptible to, like, um, falling because the devil and how he works he any little any little weak point that you could possibly have he's going to attack it and that's something that I'm currently learning because it doesn't matter where I am with, in my place of God like he's always gonna attack and as a mm-hmm. matter of fact the further you go in your in your faith in your journey the more pressure he's going to put on you to like get you to like fail and and like that has that has been like such a thing that I'm like dealing with. And I'm like, I'm sitting down, like, why am I not doing these things? Like every time, like, why is this the case for me? Why is every time like I have to do something for Christ or every time I have to read the Bible or pray? It's always something. But if it comes down to scrolling on tic- scrolling on TikTok or being on Instagram, I could spend hours doing that without falling asleep or being bored or anything like that and that's how you know like these tools that God gives us is so powerful yes. that the devil forces feel like he have to like um, do so much to get us from doing that and you have to realize that these are legit like weapons and when you treat them like such like you you walk different and you talk different and so like Um, that's, like, something that I'm doing, like, I'm asking God to, like, help me to all, like, to always be consistent in this, and, like, even if, um, even if it's just a verse, it's better than nothing, but don't just stop at the verse, you know, set up, um, set up a little checkpoint, Um, you know, let me do this a day, or let me read a chapter a day, or even if it's not the case, maybe, you are struggling doing something a day and you would rather do something a week. So you could focus on a chapter a week. So you don't get in that motion of just reading the Bible and then going about your day. So you could like read a verse or a chapter and find ways to apply that throughout the week. So you're legit being active, even though you're not like reading it like every day you're being active with your word of God, with the word of God. And so for the next week, you have something else to focus on. And and that was the thing that, that that I didn't get. Like I was like, oh, I have to read the Bible every day. I have to read the Bible every day. But I was reading it, but it was like, what else am I doing? I'm just reading it and then going about my day. And that's just as valueless as, I'm as not, not reading read. it at all. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I struggle with
0: too because Mm -hmm. i had um i had a bible plan i um when i first started reading the bible or like reading it over i started the little um 365 day bible plan on the app and one thing Mm -hmm. about the app that app is gonna make sure you know that you're supposed to be reading the bible and deliberately (laughs) exactly (laughs) because i would feel so convicted whenever the um bible app notification popped up and i just uh I, the, the conviction, oh, my goodness. The conviction was so yep. crazy. But it, it would just, like, make me feel so defeated when I would go on, mm-hmm. like, a a two-week streak of reading the plan or listening to the plan. Actually, I would listen to it. I wouldn't even read it. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. But, yeah, I would go on, like, a two-week streak. And the next thing you know, I didn't feel off and ain't listened in, you know, eight weeks. And so then. Exactly. <laughs> and so then. <laughs> So then from there, it will will feel like a chore. Like, oh, yeah, it will feel like, oh, yeah, I got to catch up on these assignments. So I'm going to listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. And the crazy thing is I I did the plan. I ended up finishing the plan. But what I noticed Mm -hmm. was, one, now I take notes when I'm listening because that helps me Mm -hmm. remember and apply it a lot more. But when I was listening, I would find myself, you know, like, of course, like I said, falling asleep or not really understanding, you know, what I was reading because I was not reading to understand, or I was not reading to, oh yeah, what did Jesus say? No, I was reading to check this box on this plan for the day and go on about mm-hmm. my business. And so that's how I kind of got to the point where I am now through prayer because I actually had to pray for God, like, God, please let me enjoy reading the Bible. Please help me stop on mm-hmm. reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Please just let me have like a hunger and a thirst for your work when it comes to reading this Bible cuz I want to read right. it but I just don't know why I can't. And so like I said your videos really helped me and honestly from there like cuz I saw your video around the time that I was actually just praying to kind of have that hunger and thirst and craving for reading the Bible and literally it came it came and so I enjoy reading the Bible. I, I enjoy reading the Bible. That is so encouraging. Bible. Thank yes, you. Yes, it is. I definitely enjoy reading the Bible. Um, And not going to lie, one thing that also, like, and I'm not going to say, like, people should, you know, watch this instead of reading the Bible. But just to go mm-hmm. hand in hand with that, because you have to realize the things you watch and the things you take in affect mm-hmm. you in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. this show, um, and I think TikTok is actually the one who put me onto this show. It was TikTok, and then um, another podcast I was listening to, somebody was talking about it. I'm like, how do I find this show? But the show, um, The Chosen, have
1: mm-hmm. you heard of it? The Chosen, The
0: Chosen, The Chosen. Um, it's not really, like, mainstream. Like, It's literally, like, you can download The Chosen app and, like, go stream it there for free. But it's literally, like, basically... A show about you know the gospel of um, Jesus Christ and it's oh uh, yes you yes, seen it yes yes okay I know yes what you're about. I and originally I'm like oh I don't know how I feel about this
1: <laughs> and when I
0: went to go watch the show for myself because literally it's they're, it's straight from the Bible like they're literally quoting Bible passages right. and whatnot and right. so I I mm-hmm. came to enjoy the show and I also just came to it helped me realize deeper. Who Jesus was, or who Jesus is, and the things like He's exactly. willing to do for us, and the things He has done for us, and then to add on, I was actually, um, I was actually watching the show like around the same time that I started the New Testament, because that's another thing that Old Testament will leave you defeated. I'm not even going to lie to you.
1: Ex- oh, my goodness. I can't <laughs> yeah, say it, the,
0: the genealogies and all of that type stuff. And that's why I was falling asleep because oh, I'm like, oh, man, son of who?
1: I cannot. Who's his
0: father? Who's exactly. his son? Exactly. Like, so one thing I would recommend for people who are just trying to get into the Bible, start with the New Testament.
1: Okay? Or at least start with right. the
0: gospels
1: so you can understand. Right. Start with the gospels. And if you're and reading from the Old Testament, try like Psalms and Proverbs. Do please. not go other than Yes, Psalms yeah. and Proverbs because everything else I'm telling you like
0: I'm I'm going to try to get all the way through the New Testament before I go back to the Old Testament, but you know, I'm at the mm-hmm. point now where I just enjoy reading anything in the Bible. So now in my mm-hmm. stage, I think I will be okay with going back and trying to Get make it through that old testament, but honey, that old testament is nothing to play with. I can tell you that for sure. Like, oh my goodness, that old testament! Oh man, yes, but um, this verse. And I meant I was actually thinking of this earlier when you kind of talked about you know just praying for the hunger and thirst, you know, for God, and I said the same thing, but it makes me think of the verse um in Psalms uh, chapter 42 verse one and so it says as the deer pants for streams of water so my soul pants for you O god my soul thirsts for god for the living god where can i go and meet with god and so this verse this verse is huge when you really go in depth Because a deer usually does not know when or where they're going to find their next sip of water. Meaning that can be, you know, near or far. But regardless, the deer is on the move longing for that stream of water, you know, so they can get a drink. And so just bringing Mm -hmm. this back to God... um, there will be times in our life where we feel far from God and we feel like we we can't access Him, and so our jobs are to be like this deer and just continue to remain thirsty for the Word of God and just in active pursuit of God's kingdom and mm-hmm. what He has in store for us. And so, actively, you know, looks like when people say I'm going through I'm going through hell right now, the active pursuit mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you may be going through hell right now, but going is what you're supposed to do because why would you, if you're going through hell, why would you stop, you know? Right. Why would you, right. why why would you, you stop in hell? Exactly. Why would you, like, why yeah. would you stop in hell? So that's what you're supposed right. to do is to keep moving towards God. And so um, I know I kind of went in on that one, but, yeah,
1: definitely <laughs> add, add in as you. <laughs> it was uh, needed. It was needed. Yeah, add in as you please. That, it reminds me of my favorite verse, one of my favorite verses, which is um, Psalms 119.18, which speaks of, um, which says like, open my eyes that I may see your one, the wonderful things in your, in your law. And, um, it's just like, it's just like a little prayer that you, that, that I've started to like pray. And it's just asking God to help me to wait, to see the way that he sees, to help me to see myself the way that he sees myself and help me to see others the way that he, um, he sees them. So that'll help me and how, um, how I'm supposed to reflect the love of Jesus and the characteristics of Jesus to other people. And also like when I'm going through things for me to not be so like close-minded and so like in the box with my own thoughts, but to try to like see from the perspective of God and to see that, hey, like this isn't the end all be all. God like has a bigger picture. Like he's seeing, he sees the panoramic view while I'm just seeing my peripheral view and um that's like something that i've been trying to like constantly ask god for because i know like when i get in my head it's only going down from here <laughs> it's like a spiral and yeah when i get in there i really really get in there yeah. so i'm i really try to ask god to help me to see the way that he sees so that i could rejoice in my times of like trials and tribulations and like bad circumstances and and stuff like that so that that's been like a thing for me recently
0: yeah that's huge and just like you said rejoice in tribulation because a lot of people kind of take the things that they're going through or the trouble that they're having in life as an excuse Mm -hmm. or you know means to depart from God or oh yeah no you know he's not giving what it's supposed to give so I'm gonna leave that alone but no that's that's your opportunity to let God bring you through that, so that way mm-hmm. you are able to be an advocate to other people about God's love, about what God has done for you, and that's your opportunity to amplify the gospel, amplify the word of God. Because mm-hmm. if we're mm-hmm. Christians, that's that's ultimately our job, that's our purpose, that's our end goal—to get here, spread the gospel to anyone who's willing to hear it. Period. Mm-hmm. And so it's that's like, right. and so it's like we're supposed to be using the things that we go through to ultimately serve that purpose right 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 absolutely yeah and so um that's really all I have for today if you have anything that you want to leave us with say to the audience feel free
1: that was (laughs) so much being said yeah so much good nuggets inside um all I can say is honestly like just in just don't get in your head about this christian journey. It is such a beautiful journey. All the hardships even involved in it, it's a beautiful journey. And when you and the more that you walk in it, especially like having god on your side and understanding who god is and what he's done and what he's about to do, mm-hmm. um and you just like you just dive into him. Just it's it's not it's not as difficult as a lot of people make it seems. It's not um, some type of, I know like a lot of times like people, people don't clean being religious and stuff like that. And even me, like I don't get into that to be honest, but when you, when you really devote yourself to God and really have that, that heart after him stuff becomes so much easier.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: um, even though the devil is attacking you, your perspective about yourself and the world and everything, it just changes and And it's it's just a beautiful thing to be. It's a beautiful experience and it's all so worth it. Every single, every single thing, even the good times, even when you fall, everything is like done for a reason and it's just all worth it. So I just say stay encouraged and just keep on keeping on for Christ because it's going to, it's going to pan, it's going to pan out really beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. But well, um, Lachey, it was a pleasure talking with you today. But before we get out of here, please, please, please let the listeners know where we can find you on social media and, you know, all your social media handles, TikTok, Instagram, whatever you have.
1: All right. So on Instagram, you can find me at Shea underscore dot underscore butter on TikTok. You can find me on it's Shea butter. And um on YouTube you can find me on It's Shea Butter as well. So yeah, that's that's all.
0: All right guys. Thank y'all so so much for tuning in to this episode of She Prays First Podcast. And I can't wait to talk to y'all next time. And so, with all of that being said, thank you so so much for tuning into this episode. If you would like to get to know me more and have more truth-filled, faith-based conversations, feel free to join me over on the She Prays First Podcast Instagram at She Prays First Podcast and on my personal Instagram at Janiyah Aaliyah. And if you enjoyed this episode and you're loving this podcast as much as I am, please be sure to screenshot this episode and post it on your Instagram story and tag me. So, thank you so so much for listening to this episode of She Praises First. Podcast podcast and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.